Welcome to the next episode. Same day, new people. We have. Do you guys want to introduce yourselves? Give us your name. Go ahead. Okay. Um, hi. Do I have to look at the camera? You don't. You can. I don't you know want. what I'm doing. Okay. You can look at the camera. You can look at me. <laughs> okay. Hi. I'm Beth. And um, what role did you play? I was Atina in The Little Atina, Mermaid. Nice. Mm. And then go ahead, you. Uh, my name is Jacob Holland, and I played Prince Eric. Nice. So this is Little Mermaid cast part two. Um, We have our good guys. These are our good guys. We just had our bad guy, and now we have our good guys. So basically, we all grew up watching Disney. Not all of us. I can't say that because that's not how that works. But a lot of us grew up watching Disney. I grew up watching them on my VHS tape, and I ate those movies up. Let me tell you, aside from skipping the beginning of Snow White because it was way too scary, way too scary for a child, um, I watch those constantly all throughout my childhood. I went to Disneyland as a child kind of off, kind of off, more often than most people, I guess, because mm-hmm. I have family living in California. I loved it. I still love it to this day. I think yes. it's magical. So um, <clears throat> I know for me personally, Disney movies impacted me in a lot of ways. I think in a lot of ways it taught me a lot of like basic lessons, courage and kindness and compassion and stuff like that. Um, but I think it goes a lot deeper than that. I think a lot of the messages in Disney movies, while not necessarily intentionally, do reflect a lot of Jesus, I feel like. I think when we see characters like Cinderella turning the other cheek and being kind and then seeing how it helps her in the end, I think stuff like that is very biblical. And so I think that growing up on that, there's a lot of value in that. So, Beth, do you want to tell us how Disney movies impacted you as a child growing up? Um, I grew up watching, like, you know, the Disney princess movies. Yeah. Like, that was my childhood. And just like, like you said, like Cinderella, just mm-hmm. no matter what, just being kind and stuff yeah. that I think taught me a lot of lessons. And, you know, Disney World and just being mm-hmm. in that magic. Yeah. It just, I guess it just reminds you of joy. Yeah. You know, like, don't forget to like be joyful and yeah. like let go of anything else like in this world that's like bringing you down or whatever, just like the Disney characters do. They're like, mm-hmm. just so like positive and everything like all the time. Yeah. And I think definitely when we think of Disney, we tend to think of our youth. We tend to think of like being a child, but I think that when we watch those movies or when we go to Disney World even or Disneyland, even as like a teenager or mm-hmm. whatnot, or even as young adults, some young adults are still living <laughs> it up in their full <laughs> Disney lives. Yes, um, I think they're reminded of that childhood magic. And I think that's also biblical is yeah. the, the idea of remembering the creator in your youth and mm-hmm. um, those who don't have the faith of a child will not inherit the kingdom of God. So like yeah. living, uh, I think there's value in our childhood. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good takeaway, you know? What about you, Mr. Prince Eric? Well, Jacob. I mean, I grew up on Disney. I literally didn't watch any other movies <laughs> besides Disney. Yes. Obviously, like the TV shows, my favorite was Sweet Life on Deck. Heck yes. That was, I literally watched that for Zach hours. Zach and Cody for the win. Yes, Zach and Cody was so good. But it's funny, though, because I actually never watched The Little Mermaid. <gasps> you didn't? Ever. Wait, when's the first time you've ever seen The Little, you ever watched The Little Mermaid? Basically, like, three months in the show. Oh, my God. Jacob. Jacob. I was like, you know what? I should probably watch this. Yes. Because I'm the main <laughs> character. <in> this <laughs> Maybe. I think something interesting to think about, though, is that usually when we have like an original movie before a play, it helps us to watch the movie to like get a sense of the character and what they're mm-hmm. like. But pardon me for saying this, Disney princes are very bland. Yes. I don't that think they true. have personalities. Like they're nice and they are handsome and that is pretty much it. I can't really think of any other defining characteristics of Disney princes except for as they get on, like, you know, Mulan, what's his name, Shang, he's, he has more like personality to him. Yeah. Like, Flynn Rider. And they give, yeah, Flynn Rider, he's more like charismatic and so they give him more personality as the time went on but like the originals as mm-hmm. like Eric, Eric is 
kind of lame in the movie. Yeah, you he know, just has black hair and like he's like, ah, she's nice. Like that's ah, uh, she has a pretty voice. Ah, yeah. yes, her voice. Ah, uh, her voice. Was that good? That was really. Should good. I have been Eric? Probably. Probably. Uh, I know. I just wanted to hear you say it. Anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> so with that, without. There wasn't a lot of a guide when it came to Eric. What sort of character traits do you think you put into Eric yourself to make him not so one-dimensional? Because when I watched, you felt like a real person. It didn't feel like it was like this cartoon on a stage. It felt like a person with like traits and stuff. So what sort of character traits did you put into Eric yourself? At the beginning of the show, I was like, I'm glad I didn't watch this movie. Because mm-hmm. I got to like put in my own character mm-hmm. in Eric. And then I kind of just put his basic like Mm -hmm. characteristics into like my personality yeah just so I could kind of make it my own character so I guess I really just I wasn't really Eric on stage yeah Mm -hmm. as much as I was like my own prince character I actually just haha hey guys I'm (laughs) 17 and I'm going into college like soon so we're in the college application process and one of the college essays that I actually wrote about recently was um what I learned from all the roles that I've played as in high school. And I opened the essay, essay basically with the idea that like we as actors are told like, oh, leave ourselves backstage. Mm-hmm. Like when you go on stage, leave yourself backstage and fully become the character. But I think that's the worst advice that is given to actors because I think there's a lot of value by going on and being and putting some of yourself into that character. Um, number one, because you learn a lot from playing mm-hmm. those roles. And number two, because it makes it more authentic. Mm-hmm. When you have... <laughs> I'm losing my voice. <laughs> when you have certain characteristics that are important, like when I, I, was, when I was 16, I played the role of a 13-year-old, um, Louisa, in Sound of Music. And if I had just gone on and played some random 13-year-old, it wouldn't have been nearly as convincing as if I went on there and played myself when I was, 16, when I was 13. Fun and playful and like all that stuff and energetic. Um, that those sort of things don't get to just come out of nowhere. I'm not just watching Sound of Music, the movie, and being like, I'm just going to play her. Mm-hmm. No, like, I think there's a similar sentiment for you, Beth, with, because um, the seven, there's seven sisters, yes. six sisters? There's seven of them. Seven total. Um, that they don't have distinct personalities in the mm-hmm. movie, from really what don't. I know of. So what sort of traits did you give your, your sister? Because... I can say this confidently that you were one of the sisters I watched like the whole time. Like you were so fun to watch. What were some things that you put into your character to make her more distinctive than just one of the sisters? Um, I think that because Atina's the oldest sister, mm-hmm. like in the story, she is the oldest or whatever. Um, I think that just being an older sister mm. helped, and you know, having a little brother, and you know, we talk about how Ariel's the favorite and like yeah. all this stuff, and. Yeah, we talk about how, yeah, my brother's the favorite. Yeah, me too. <laughs> my house too. <laughs> it's like, oh, well, he's a favorite. So yeah. it's like, I was really, I guess, channeling myself in that. Yeah. And she was very sarcastic, very mm-hmm. over the top. But in the best way, let me tell you. <laughs> Guys, go watch it. Seriously. She was so good. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Um, but just being, because I'm, I'm very sarcastic. Mm-hmm. It gets me into trouble. Yeah, um, me too. <laughs> but, um, I think just channeling that yeah. and just, you know, knowing that, because Madison said, mm-hmm. she was like, okay, I don't want y'all to be forgotten. Yeah. Like, you need to stand out. Mm-hmm. And that, I guess, helped too. Like, yeah. knowing that, like, I need to channel more and become more of that character. Yeah, yeah, And more put authentic. my own spin on it, exactly. I guess. So, speaking of which, for you, Jacob, what was the best advice you received throughout the show when you were playing Eric? Well, I just want to say this. At the beginning of the show, I sucked. <laughs> That's so funny. Please continue and explain. I was a 
horrible singer. Oh like, God. I was literally the worst, okay? <laughs> but that voice. Jacob, Jake, so you, you weren't. No, 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 no. Let, let, hear me out. Your singing improved, but it, it wasn't that bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't. God, not. that's so. Please explain. So basically, I just. I took voice lessons and stuff. I was I was trying to get there, okay? But I wasn't like a lead. I was more of like he's he would be a good ensemble member. Yeah. I'm literally gonna cry. <laughs> I've never had somebody come on here and be like, so in the beginning I sucked really bad. <laughs> like I couldn't even hold a note. Like, I couldn't. <laughs> Guys, just to preface, he was really good. He like, was. if he you go very, and you watch good. it, I, I was sitting in the audience because I had heard him before, and I don't know why he's act- he really was not <laughs> bad I, before. Not, but not. I didn't know he was. He definitely improved a lot. Like, he's very good now. Like, very much um, on par, if not like one of the stellar takeaways from the show. Mm-hmm. So I don't. What happened? What did you? So do? okay. So like a week <laughs> before the show, I was like really stressed out. I was like, <laughs> I can't sing this part. It's got to be more than a week. No, it wasn't. It was a week before. Stop. Okay? I'm and then one day I was like, I was singing my audition song for the fall show, Grim. And Yay, uh, Grim. I'm doing Grim. And, <laughs> yes. and I was like, oh my gosh, my vowel shapes are horrible. And so I was like, I'm just, <laughs> Jillian's just trying not I'm to sorry, laugh. Please continue. And I fixed them. And I was like, <laughs> No, literally, that was, I was like, oh, I'm doing this wrong. I'm going to do it right now. And so I did it right. And I could sing my parts perfectly. So who told you that your vowel shapes were wrong? Did you come up with it on your own or had you heard that from somebody else? I mean, most of my life I've heard that my vowel shapes kind of are really bad. <laughs> most of my life I've been told that my vowels are bad. But I decided the day before the show that maybe it was advice worth listening to. Maybe it was yeah. time to make a change. <laughs> I was like, wait, this is probably like an important show. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. No, that's great. Yeah. Sometimes it takes that down to the wire moment where you're like, I need to do something to fix this. I actually had one of those moments um, with Lay Miz back in the day. I was like, I don't like the, I don't like what I'm doing on stage right now. Yeah. Like, I don't, I'm not enjoying this at all. And so, like, I did a lot of what I started doing, which was probably not the best idea, was like looking up. Um, other people who had played the role who I knew and then I like talked to them and be like okay so what did you do for this that was not very helpful but um, it still like was something and then I started mm-hmm. thinking about like I, what I did was I went through my script like line by line and was like okay how do I make this line something I, I want to say how do I make this and I like and it helped going through the script it was a long I'm not I was only in like four scenes but it was like kind of a long process mm-hmm. and it was literally probably the day before the school day show that I sat down and I just did this but sometimes it takes that down to the wire moment where you're like I don't know what to do and it's like that desperation that procrastination that adrenaline yeah. mm-hmm. that makes you change you know and you were like phenomenal you were. At oh that my role. gosh so she was so good she was really blush. good guys I am blushing it doesn't take much my face is now red anyway um no but I think that that is something that is valuable as an actor is that mm-hmm. last few moments. But we were talking about that with McKenna and that last few moments of even putting on the costume and yeah. putting on the wig and putting on the makeup and being like, wow, this, this is really happening. <laughs> yeah. This is real life now, you know? So do you guys <laughs> want to tell us your favorite blooper from the show? Just for, just for. Oh my Oh my God, there's so many. Please give There were thousands there were of bloopers. There were so many. The entire show was the a blooper. Show. It looked, it was a good blooper so though. Fun. It was a great blooper. Please go watch oh, it. Again, I'll say it again. Go watch it. It's, it was really good. It was actually live. Okay, but give me your favorite blooper, please. Okay, um, so... I can't take mine. I'm not going to take yours. Okay, okay. I mean, I don't know if I'm taking yours. I can't understand you. Oh, yeah, no, that's not Okay, me. okay, okay go ahead. Okay, so, um, 
at one point, the Mer sisters are on this platform <laughs> behind the mid curtain, mm-hmm. getting ready for She's in Love. I'm about, like, we're sitting there ready for She's in Love, and Grimsby and Eric are on the stage talking. They're on land, mm-hmm. and then the curtain opens in the middle of their scene. What? The curtain literally opened what? in the middle of the scene, and we're just like, Hey guys! <laughs> and me and Ellie were just like we're kind of just sitting there backstage, literally just like hunched over. We're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the curtain opens, and we're like, yeah. I was literally trying not to laugh on stage. True actor, right it here. Was so funny. I like that like, though. It's so funny. Like the recording, you can see it like on it Hannah and Annabelle's faces. Yes, during the show, it's on the recording. The curtain opens, and you see Hannah and Annabelle's faces, and they're like. Oh my gosh! Why do I not remember this? It's it's really funny. You we guys must were, have played it off really really well. We were very confused. Yes, I, I, can, I can venture to say that happens a lot, though. But the audience is never confused because we think everything that happens is supposed to happen. <laughs> we have the most faith in you guys for no reason. <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> you really shouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> Jacob, what's your blooper? Give it to me. Okay, so we only, <laughs> <laughs> we only had two days of tech week, so we didn't actually yeah. like, go over everything before mm-hmm. the show. <laughs> I, <laughs> I know what this is. <laughs> and basically... It's like the end of the... It's basically the end. Okay. And I'm like, okay, I think this is my scene. Me and Ariel decide to go on. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we're on. I say my lines with Grimsby and everything. And then the music keeps going. It's not our cue. (laughs) We still have another three or so minutes. Oh, my God. (laughs) Before we were supposed to, like, actually go on. And so... Then me and Isa, we just look at each other and we're like, what the heck? Yeah, what do we do? <laughs> and so then I just go, you're so amazing. <laughs> I know. And I, okay, this is, oh my gosh, shout out to Marshall Hunt. Marshall Hunt was in the back. And oh, you said that. I heard it. And Marshall goes, way too loud, by the way. So it literally might be on the recording. I'm really oh not sure. Lord. He goes, he goes, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I remember I turned around. I made this face. It was very funny, but also, what the heck, Marshall? Marshall couldn't be on the podcast. Gosh, Marshall. Which made me sad, but we'll have him uh, on another time. Thanks, guys, for coming on. I really appreciate yeah. it. Lots of good oh, insight yeah. on this show. Do you guys have any last final thoughts before we depart? 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 depart. <laughs> any, anything else you want to say? <laughs> it was definitely a very long yes. eight months or so. Six no, no, six seven. months. Seven, seven? seven yes. months. It was supposed to be three. Is there a but after that? Or it was is a it spicy just, time. Are we just saying it was long? It was... Helped me. <laughs> Patience. Patience. Yeah. Patience. Definitely. Patience I agree. is a virtue. Patience. <laughs> okay, I'm signing off. Bye, guys. Wow, Adios. Bye. <laughs> Antics.